When's he come? He's been in America for how long? Like, it feels like he uh, lives there now. I think it's. it feels like it's been all season. <laughs> like, genuinely, I don't know how he's still affording to be, like, living the life in America. Fair play to the guy. But, uh, he yeah. must he must have like an OnlyFans thing going on. Must have, pay, like, yeah, yeah. Like, he's definitely a secret. He's like the top top 0.5 percent of uh, of of content creators on OnlyFans. What sort of person do you think's into him? Into the Roy Hodgson look? Uh, it's quite niche. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool fans who still can't let it go. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Welcome. This is episode 201 of the Long Snapper podcast. And in true style, it's a bit of a change of pace. There are two of us for you today. Well, three of us. I'll explain why in a minute. Um, it's me, Adam. It's Mark. Hi, Mark. Hello, mate. How you doing? Yeah, good. How the devil are you? I'm okay. Very much, very much enjoyed the 200th episode. Can't believe we've got to that point already. Uh, well, I say already, it's felt like fucking ages, but it's... I mean, um... you, you celebrated it by not being available. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I generally can't remember why I wasn't available either. I had something, it was work, anyway. Washing your hair, doesn't matter, does Probably, it? Probably, yeah. something like that. But I loved my... Fa- but It was obviously, it was great content, and all the contributions on it were, were both equally fun and enjoyable. But um, <laughs> the, the intro that you mashed together with all us doing like little intro bits from the various shows... That was excellent. Really love that. I had a couple of people say, oh, hang on, Did Mark, Mark hosted it. I don't remember that. One episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't invited back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I think there was, a, it was a show where um, you weren't around. Obviously. I think, I don't believe you were around or Craig wasn't around. And there was a, it was a really, there was a very famous, obvious overturning of a of a um, like a, a pass interference call or something like that that they use video replay for, and we ranted about that for about an hour on the podcast <laughs> in our style. That was that was the one I hosted, and obviously because I didn't move on enough, I wasn't asked to do it again. <laughs> yeah, you, that that implies some sort of leadership or someone in charge <laughs> of making these decisions. Yeah, um, not me, not me. <laughs> I don't know how I've ended up doing it. As it was Craig for a while, and Craig was good at it, but I think ultimately availability. Availability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're we, you and now Pat, the most consistent people on the podcast by a mile, and um and so yeah, it kind of like it worked, worked out well. I think. I mean, you say that about Pat. He's not yeah. here because he's got the flu. Yeah. Um. You said you were feeling under the weather, but you're going to play through your injury. Um. So right. I'm soldier. I'm some of a soldier on. Some of us decide that they've got, you know, they'll, they'll cry off and they've got better things to do. I'm, I'm sure Pat is just far more ill than me. Also, he probably has has actually got better things to do. Oh yeah, I mean, without a shadow of that, <laughs> which, which we definitely don't. Hanging out, um, hanging out with doctors and the like—that's what he's got. <laughs> yes, dear. Um, <laughs> I alluded to the fact that there there were three of us, um, and, but not all at the same time. Um, I caught up with Rich, who is in Oakland, as you will hear. Um, shall I? Shall I play our little chat? 
I forgot. I, I need to listen to this because, frankly, he's been there for so long, I've forgotten what he sounds like. Here he is. You might not remember him. He's been away a long time. Must be at least a couple of years. Um, Rich Newnham, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, even Doug's been on the podcast more recently than me these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, we got desperate ultimately. Um, <laughs> you know, you've you've not been around. We've had to dig extremely deep, and, and that's what we got. Um, Still no Martin, you've... though. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've been you've been in America a while because you know you don't have work commitments or <laughs> or a family or, or people family. who love me. Any of those things. Um, <laughs> so you get to do what you want all of the time, which sounds fantastic. Um, it's it's all right. I can't complain. It's uh, It was raining here earlier. I was going to complain about the weather, but it's sunny again now, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting that complaint through. Um, <laughs> how? Where have you been, firstly, or where are you now? Uh, I am currently in Oakland. Uh, I haven't been shot. I've been here almost 20 oh, hours. I know it's changed massively. There's like a Whole Foods just down the road, um, <laughs> which is not what I was expecting. Well, I sort of was. It's it's gentrified. I mean, it's and... it's probably gone. It's probably got a bit better since the Raiders left. <laughs> yeah, that is true. It's the effects on house prices then. would have been positive. I would have thought. <laughs> Most certainly. Um, yeah, so I'm currently in Oakland. I've done done a little bit of a tour. So uh, I think last time I spoke to you boys, I was in Napa and I hadn't left yet. So I did a tour out through Death Valley, Vegas, Grand Canyon. Uh, but more importantly, I have hit up Phoenix for a Cards Chargers game and Santa Clara for a, uh, a Niners Dolphins game. Yeah, and a couple of good ones. That that oh. Cardinals Chargers game was ridiculous. Um, but they're the they're the sort of teams that take part in ridiculous games. I guess, yeah, in, inconsistent, like flashes, like good players, <laughs> exciting players, um, but also the propensity to be terrible and shit in the bed sometimes. Um, you probably uh, get and, all of that, and literally all in the same quarter at times. <laughs> I mean, um, it's it's ridiculous, and that game felt like it was meandering to a close. Like the the Cardinals, the Chargers had sort of challenge throughout the first three quarters and that fourth quarter it just felt like the Cardinals were just handling them and sort of had everything covered um, and then obviously it all went bonkers in the last couple of minutes at least you got to see Kyler Murray rather than whoever else it was which uh, yeah Colt McCoy they padded didn't they yeah that's not that wouldn't have been yeah good. <laughs> I mean McCoy's looked serviceable there like the drop-off given how bad the cars have been this season the drop-off wasn't actually that far uh but it was definitely more enjoyable and more fun to watch kyler do his little like uh nfl video game style running around <laughs> like he's on a, on a joystick uh style style play which both quarterbacks so impressive live i mean you think herbert looks good throwing the football on tv watching him do some of those crazy sidearm throws and and just just the control he has over the ball is is incredible what was the stadium like i always sort of look at the cardinals and think it looks a bit meh the fans don't look that passionate um it it just i don't know how it, it yeah it kind of comes across as a bit of a morgue at times on tv um what was the atmosphere like what was the what was the venue like 
I mean, definitely not helped by the fact that the Cardinals just have been dreadful this year. And and I've been at Niners and most games of their histories. Most of their right. history, too, yeah. But I've been at I've been at Levi's when we've been bad and the atmosphere's not great. Um and going when we're good and the atmosphere is incredible, like it's totally different. I suspect it might well be the same in Phoenix if you were there last year or the year before as they were kind of heading, you know, into the second half of the season. I'd expect that the, the atmosphere there would have been pretty amazing. But as it turns out, <laughs> given how small the Chargers fan base is and the fact that it was about a 50-50 split between Cardinals and Chargers fans, Ouch. that tells Ouch. you a lot about how uh, engaged a lot of Arizona maybe they, is with that Maybe team, a lot right? of them came from San Diego. It's pro- probably not the worst trip for them. Well, I think that there's there's quite a chunk of ex-Southern California people living in Phoenix now because it's a much cheaper city and it's quite a sleepy... It seems like a sleepy town. Like, it didn't yeah. feel like oh, okay. a big bustling city when I was there. And I was, I mean, out for dinner with a friend on the Saturday night and it didn't seem very busy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, the actual stadium itself, uh, the, the atmosphere was... Uh, a lot of that was brought by the Chargers fans. Um but the stadium itself is really impressive. It's uh, it's sort of like it's not the newest generation of like big domes like SoFi, but it's that previous generation of very very oh, modern stadia. Is it sort of fifteen years? Maybe I'm, I think off the top of my head, they they did the thing with the the retractable grass field yep. that they wheel in for games, which is which is you know, pretty modern. Uh, but yeah. it's yeah, it, it might be. Like the twelfth oldest, sorry, the twelfth newest stadium in the NFL, or something like that. That feels about right. It's a nice place to watch football. Yeah, given yeah. given where I was sat in a pretty good seat, I got like a really nice seat for fifty bucks. I wasn't in the lower deck, but I was in the sort of mid midpoint, like three rows back from the from the edge, uh, level with one of the end zones, and. It was a very enjoyable place to watch football. It feels like one of those modern stadium places that has just good views from everywhere. Um, I would happily go and see a game there again if I happen to find myself in Phoenix on a November Sunday. Oh, which happens a lot, obviously. Um, but um, how about Santa Clara the next week and the the Niners Dolphins, which was well, I say it was a good game, but I don't think. The result was really in doubt for most of it. And it seemed seemed reasonably comfortable for you. I feel the opposite. I felt like the final score didn't reflect how close it had felt for most of the game. See, that's Um, that's being an invested, paranoid fan versus a neutral, (laughs) (laughs) seeing what they just reacted to what they see. I I think a lot of the uncertainty came from the fact that we were playing Purdy, who actually based on his play looked very reasonable, but obviously you're thinking this guy's a rookie drafted, I mean, last in the last draft. Um, You know that a player like that is perfectly capable of feeling pressured late in a game and just throwing like three picks in a row. You you just don't quite know what, what they'll do, but actually I thought he, he played a very solid game. Uh, I I had never heard of him, obviously, when we drafted him. So I went away and did a little bit of like research on what had been said about him. And the main things were, the pros were smart kid, 
understands the offense, has played in a pro scheme in Iowa. Um, the biggest, you know, the biggest things about him were his his ability to understand the game seemed pretty strong. The biggest knocks on him were he's relatively small for a QB. He doesn't have an NFL like rocket for an arm. And he's not that physically gifted in terms of his scrambling skills. So he misses this, this on is, all the kind of... All of this just screams Niners and Shanahan to me. It, it, it just sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah, it, it absolutely does. And obviously the biggest question mark is, yeah, he can understand scheme and, and how to play, but he's never seen a snap in anger all season long. And so what happens when the pressure comes? Can he still remember all the things he's supposed to be doing? And, and mostly he did. He made some genuinely impressive throws. There was, there were a couple of spots, particularly the CMC touchdown, where it's like he knew exactly where the ball was going. He played the, you know, not looking at CMC until the last second and then delivering the ball perfectly on time. You know, stuff like that feels positive, particularly when he's a, a rookie backup. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's maybe this is also coming from a, a neutral looking at the Niners, when I could think of 31 other teams who losing their quarterback wouldn't, sorry, would hurt more than the Niners. And, and part part of that is my opinion about, about Jimmy G in general. Um, but actually, I will say that from what I've seen this year, certainly the last month or so, he's actually played pretty well. Um, maybe he's ironically been a bit fitter or injury free than he had been i don't know if that's anything to do with it um but but actually most of this is just how well shanahan runs that offense and the other pieces around the quarterback mean that i don't think i don't think it hurts you that much um and having, having someone intelligent sensible making good decisions even if they don't have a massive arm or the physical tools um they're set up to be they're set up to do well because everything around them helps them um, the the skill position pieces that you've now got with Christian McCaffrey obviously Debo um, but not just even that just all the all the scheming and the the play calling everything just seems so well run that it he's set up to succeed you know any anybody who's not an idiot is set up to succeed yeah I think there's an element of whether you can still because the Shanahan offense is is complex like it's it's renowned for being one that takes a while to digest and, and really know what you're doing with it um and so you need someone who has that ability and that's the key thing which as i mentioned before seems like it's one of the things he could potentially succeed at i think a lot of credit has to go to lynch in terms of how that front office has set up this team and the fact that you've now got an offense that's not quarterback proof but certainly to an extent like you say, if but, you can get the ball so in, when the, yeah. When I say when I say that a sensible person, not an idiot, um, you know, there are Baker Mayfield rumors this week. Um, oh, please no. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but sticky someone like that, that that to me would be the opposite. So you you would have somebody who probably is an idiot, um, going into an offense that they don't know. Um, so mm. Brock Brock irrelevant has been around the team all year. Right. And has has if and if he's intelligent, which from what you're saying, it sounds like he is. He's he's sensible. He he'll have been a sponge. He'd be taking right. all this in, and he'll know the offense. So it, that to me is a much much better solution to this, surely. 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing's going to be whether defences in the teams that we're coming up against are able to say, right, this is sort of a Jimmy G light quarterback and so <laughs> we're going to stuff the we're going to stuff the box and we're going to stop him having many or any options that are sort of in that slant over the middle like the the little kind of 8 yard pass that goes into Debo's hands and then he runs for another 25 like that's the stuff that people will now be expecting us to be doing all the time that kind of stuff screens so yeah, can fine. you shut stop down it stop it that? then <laughs> yeah right and if you can we might be screwed, but it's you I know you're, it's you're the way best, Shanahan Shanahan's likes to better play. than that though. Shanahan right. is a good enough coach to be able to make adjustments and and counter that oh, yeah. predictability, if you like, because it doesn't look predictable when you're watching. That he always yeah. seems to have a trick up his sleeve. One thing that I am not concerned about, but I think is a bit of a pity, is the fact that we got Mitchell back from IR and then he went down again what a week or so later after we traded Jeff Wilson away. So now we're sort of stuck with a situation. You've, you've where... always got another Jeff Wilson off the street in San Francisco that's just just go down to the um wherever. Just pick him up. Um but no I th- yeah I th- I hear you. It's it's one of those things where it would not have hurt to have a guy that's been around the team a while and we know is a solid second option to spell CMC so he's not having to take 30 snaps a game. So where where's your ceiling? Where are you finishing this year? Given everything uh, that we know, given given that Jimmy's done, Trey might be back for the playoffs, although that might not be sensible. We'll see. I, I think a lot depends on how that because we've, you know, we've not got that many games to the end of the season. We probably only need two wins, particularly if we beat the Seahawks to make the playoffs and win the division. Um, I think we should win the division now, even with, you know, a backup QB. I think we're a, we're a big enough, strong enough roster with a good enough defense that that alone might need to, and be able to win us some games in, you know, we've not even talked about the defense. Like it's been stunning the last four or five weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that alone will be enough to put the offense in position where they only have to, put up maybe 17 points to win a game uh, at times. And I think that that'll probably get us to the playoffs. The problem is going to be in the playoffs. Do you need a QB who can really do more in order to, you know, go to a Super Bowl? And we've seen with Jimmy G in the past and Shanahan that Shanahan's put the balls in the ball in the, the running back's hands over Jimmy's in those situations. Um, and so maybe we'll be fine, but who knows? I think it's it becomes a much more of a roller coaster for the season. It doesn't feel like it's this solid. It we felt like a juggernaut until Jimmy's injury, where he was playing probably the best football under Shanahan of his career, um, other than the early starts where he came in and was just throwing it around and didn't really know the system, uh, which is weird, but. Um, <laughs> The last, the last, like this season, like you say, he's been relatively injury free, and an injury free Jimmy generally plays very solid football. He had one game that I can think of where he really stank it up a bit, um, but other than that, the losses have been more on things like weather and weird, weird situations, um, or just our defense getting blown out by the Chiefs. 
rather than necessarily it being always Jimmy's fault. And so it felt like, yeah, if he can stay fit, we can have a deep playoff run and, and everything will be great. And now with Brock, it's like, well, we might, but who the hell knows? Because it's such a it's such a big question mark. Um, and so I think I think our ceiling is potentially to win three, four, maybe even five of our remaining games, make the playoffs and and go on a tear. But we could easily come up against the team that just shuts down Brock and all of a sudden we can't do anything and we lose. Yeah, yeah. I think your division being weaker now helps you. Yes. Um, the NFC being the weaker conference helps you. Uh, but yeah, it just obviously like playoff football will always be that way. It depends who you're up against on any given day. Um, you could roll into Philadelphia and get blown away very easily. And right. I think, they, I think they, Philly would they be look... the team. Philly would be the team that I'd be most worried about now because that defense is so smothering and their offense can be, you know, can put up lots of points when, you know, when they're in the mood. I can't uh, see anyone like the Cowboys. else. Well, maybe, maybe the Cowboys. I'm struggling to see anyone else that you can't beat in that conference. Well, I was going to say, I think the Cowboys are a team that the Cowboys are the Giants. I'd feel confident for for us in our current setup doing well against um, the Vikings. You just don't know which version you get, but the yeah, Eagles yeah. feel like the team that that yeah could just just be the bigger, harder team in that situation in a one-off game. I mean, everybody has the propensity to shit the bed. I was hoping the Eagles might have done it on Sunday. Um, but yeah. they they did their best, but still, uh, yeah, they're going to be hard to beat for anyone, I think. But yeah, right before before you go, I'm going to make you do some work. Um, oh, what? Yeah, we're going to do <laughs> like you don't know what's coming. <laughs> we're going to do <laughs> one sentence reviews between the two of us. Um, did my surprise sound uh, convincing? <laughs> not at all, but who cares? <laughs> Good. Um, Right, we will start with Buffalo 24, New England 10. Is Mark finally finished moaning about his 9 and 3 bills? <laughs> no. <laughs> Denver 9, Baltimore 10. Lamar Jackson misses most of the game and the Broncos still can't get it done. Total dysfunction. Pittsburgh 19, Atlanta 16. Some stuff probably happened in this one, I guess. <laughs> Analysis. Green Bay 28, Chicago 19. No, Aaron Rodgers does not own the Chicago Bears. They're just not very good. Jacksonville 14, Detroit 40. Oh, Pat, after the highs of beating the Ravens, even you kind of expected things to fall quite so far, quite so quickly. Yeah, brutal. Uh, Cleveland 27, Houston 14. Dominant win for the Browns and in no way whatsoever due to Deshaun Watson, who had exactly the welcome in Houston that you'd expect. <laughs> New York <Zap>. Jets 20 <laughs> New York Jets 22 Minnesota 27 I wonder if Craig still thinks the Vikings aren't that good <laughs> Washington 20 New York Giants 20 this tie is actually going to help at least one of these teams into the playoffs they just don't realise yet Tennessee 10 Philadelphia 35 AJ Brown still loves the Titans apparently not sure there's much mutual feeling in Tennessee though well, he's, he's managed to get the GM fired, maybe. Um, oh, what a prick. Anyway, Seattle 27, LA Rams 23. This is starting to look like the worst defence of a title since Prince Andrew and the Duke of York. And I'm here for it. Kansas City 24, Cincinnati 27. 
The Bengals might not be as complete a team as the Chiefs, but right now they seem to have their number. Who wants to see a repeat of this in the playoffs? Yeah, they're peaking at just the right time, aren't they? Miami 17, San Francisco 33. Trey Lance, Jimmy G, Brock Irrelevant, doesn't matter. This Niners team finds a way. Uh, we should have done that first, really. Um, LA Chargers <laughs> 20, Las Vegas 27. Oh, Chargers fans. I know it says somewhere in the Bible that you'll inherit the earth, but is it, is it really worth all of this? <laughs> Indianapolis 19, Dallas 54. 33 four-quarter points for Dallas in quite the Indy implosion. Incredibly, this game could have gone either way after the third. And finally, New Orleans 16, Tampa Bay 17. Brady and the Buccaneers' offense looked like they'd only just been introduced in the pre-game warm-ups until two late fourth-quarter drives somehow sealed a win. Tom, you could make it easier for yourself if you just play well before eight minutes to go in the fourth. <laughs> but oh, you know, each to his they own. were just dreadful in that game, though. Just awful. Oh. Had it on in the corner while we were having food last night, and it was—it it, it just looked like they had no idea what they were doing. Incredible. They—they they, was it. It might have been about six minutes to go and they're still 13 points down and they're fourth and 10 in their own territory and Brady wants to go for it. And uh, Todd Bowles says, no, we're punting and Brady has a hissy fit. And they still end up winning the game. Right. <laughs> Just <laughs> un- unbelievable. But, yeah. Um, this is probably the point that I do some sort of slick throwback to me in the future. <laughs> well, hello to you in the future and the rest of the lads. I'm sure there'll be some snarky insult coming my way, uh, but I look forward to hearing it. Oh, almost, almost certainly. Um, <laughs> are you are you going to be back at some point ever? Yeah, to, yeah. To I'm flying back at the weekend, so sadly, I'll, I'll th- this trip has to come to an end. Uh, so I'll hopefully chat to you lads properly on the podcast next week. Yeah, sounds good, mate. Take care. Enjoy, enjoy Cheers. your last few days. Then, Cheers, take Rich. it easy. There you go. Unfortunately, um, you're probably going to be hearing more from him again because he reckons he's back next week, as you can hear. But, you know, um, we'll we've missed him. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, it, maybe his, reg- his regular guest spot has been taken by someone else now. Yeah, I mean, it turns out you could be fired mid-season for stuff um, without without <laughs> yeah. expecting expecting it. Who knew? Um, who knew? Who, who knew? Um well, yeah. Do you want to uh, let's let's go there because that shocked me. Um... That's yes, hundred percent. Especially when you consider that you have a winning record currently, that you're atop your division. The thing that I, I, I it, it's so yeah, it's baffling, and I think most of the league from from Bill's Twitter finds it baffling. Bill's Twitter, um, it's it's on the radar of Bill's Twitter. That's, that's oh, yeah, how yeah. big that's how big we are these days. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're big big time over in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, but the over the overwhelming feeling is that trading AJ Brown has got him sacked. And then he went and had a massive game against you to rub salt in the wounds, and that was that was him done. Is that what it is, or is there more to it than that? I mean, it well, it's not gonna be as simple as that, and these things never are, but the timing is hard to ignore, right? So <laughs> yeah, it does. It very much feels that way, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've the AJ Brown thing. I had the impression at the time because AJ Brown was openly being 
a dick on social media before this happened. Um, and lots of like kind of he, he, it's always been his thing. Like he tweets stuff, heat of the moment, and delete the tweet. And he's he's always done. He's still doing that. Um, but lot lots of like a, during the off season, like there was oh I'm going to go and play baseball for the Padres and like filming himself um, hitting hitting some balls or whatever. And then then the next yeah. thing it's oh I'm yeah I deserve more and all, all this sort of stuff. And there was lots of stuff that was quite provocative and um, before any of this happened. And he was quite openly it's provocative. Provocative. Um, he was hanging out. He was hanging out with Jalen Hurts um, before any of this happened. So he'd spent a lot of time. Right, fine. They're mates. You know, yeah. it's the off season. Go and um, practice together. No, nothing necessarily wrong with that. Um, but the the way he was, like his social media demeanor, was quite gave the vibe of the fact he wants he wanted out. Like he wanted to leave. So um, the fact that he wanted to the fact that he wanted to leave because I think it's. I'm fairly sure that Vrabel wouldn't have wanted him to go. Uh, well, no, no. Vrabel said, Vrabel said in early April on the Rich Eisen show that he's, while I'm the head coach of this football team, um, he he is not leaving the building. Right. Um, so he was three, quite three weeks he, later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's that's on the GM, right? And that, that would suggest to me that Vrabel also didn't agree with the decision for him to be traded, didn't want him traded. And... That would that would also say that the the stuff that AJ Brown is putting out on social media is aimed at the GM as well, because that him and Rabel never had a problem, did they? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think necessarily. I mean, it's it's hard. AJ Brown's been extremely hard to read the whole time, which is part part yeah, of the, yeah. part of the issue. But um, we may never know the truth. I don't really believe anything that comes out of AJ Brown's mouth. I don't necessarily believe the other side either. No, um, but this this tips the scale somewhat. What what's happened this week? So, I think that if if John if John Robinson didn't have a choice, and if AJ Brown was just right, right, I I want out. I want to be traded. I've got a year left on my on my rookie deal. Trade me, or I'm gonna sit out. Do an interview um, with Piers Morgan. Do an interview. <laughs> yeah. Um. Come on. No. No one would do. No one would be that much of a dick. Surely. No. No. Um, of course not. But, um, and maybe he completely forced the Titans' hand. Um, but either way, whether he did or he didn't, um, Brabel certainly didn't want him to leave. Maybe no. John Robinson didn't want him to leave, but just didn't have the ability to make him stay or didn't have the persuasiveness or whatever. I mean, surely, um, if, if it seems to me that this is it, this was a power play by the GM in a lot of cases. He was... Well, I think maybe around. I think he's he's probably looked at this thinking, right, if he's this situation is unresolvable, what can I get out of it? And that that was a, a first round pick yeah. um, for Traylon Burks. Um, but the reaction on draft night was like the, there's a gif or a video of Brable stomping around angry and John Robinson just kind of sitting there. Yeah, this is this is what's happening, and the yeah. clearly friction there. Um, but yeah, fine, that's done. You get you get on with it. Um, nothing's happened then immediately. I mean, there there was quite a lot of shock, and there still is about about what happened. And yeah. but there's no there's no getting away from the fact that that worsened the Tennessee Titans roster right yeah. now, as it so, right this season. So, do you think if he was still on the roster, Robinson would have a job still? 
but oh, based on the timing of all of this, yes, probably it might be. It might have kicked the kicked the problem down the road a bit. But so, do you do you think this is Rabel now becoming incredibly powerful within that organization? Has he almost influenced this? Has he gone to the has he gone to the owners and said, "I want him gone"? I mean, I'm guessing, but yeah, I think so. It wouldn't surprise me if Rabel's gone to Amy Adams Strunk, the the owner, and yeah. said. I've had enough of this. This roster is shit compared to last year, the year before. I'm struggling. I'm somehow, this team is seven and five. God Look knows how. Look how good how. I'm doing. Look yeah. how good I'm doing. And he's right. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's got right. I've had enough. This is like, look at the state of the left side of our offensive line. How the hell am I supposed to win football games against good teams when this is what you've given me? I've, yeah, I've had enough. Something's got to give. It's either him or me. And if that's what's happened, then Amy's made the right choice. She <laughs> because she's back, she's back the right horse in this. She's in back this the right horse, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and if it means that Vrabel's going to become like a Belichick and do it all himself or hire a Patsy who's just one of his underlings to be a GM, then a GM normally would be above the head coach in the hierarchy. But yeah, yeah. Even, in, even if that's technically how it is, I can't see the next GM, if Vrabel's still there, I can't see them being above him, Vrabel's going to have all the power. And he's earned that. Oh, yeah, like 100%. He's... Yeah, because usually it's a, it would be a weird situation, wouldn't it? Because normally the GM, when you get rid of one, usually you're clearing house most of the time. Well, no, yeah, and... normally you'd, there'd be a new head coach who yeah, would be hired it. by the new GM. But... By the new GM, correct. So for to have a GM come in that would almost have to be like signed off on by the head coach, that puts the, that puts the GM in, a, in a quite a weak position, if you ask me. So yeah, I, that's why it would lead me to believe that it's it's going to be Bella checking it, rabling it now for the for the rest of the way through. I think, I'm, 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 I'm here for I that. Kinda, <laughs> I kind of like it. It's a bit like it's more like the football model, right? Well, and, and I get that you've got um, like sporting directors and stuff, but Alex Ferguson never had someone above him telling him, you know, I'm going to sign this player for you, and you're going to be coaching and making better. If Ferguson didn't want to play, we didn't get them, and. I think you're right that Vrabel, considering where you were as a club versus where you are now since his tenure as, as head coach, he's kind of earned the right to be able to say, I want more say in the playing personnel. If, you know, I, if, if that GM is falling out with players to a point whereby we're having to trade away our best players, then let me be in charge of player personnel and, you know, let's keep him around. Because if he's got... If he seems to have anything above any other quality, it's the the relationship he has with the players in the locker room. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, it's not as if he's not been good at his job. I think he's. We look. You've got to look at what what came before. Oh, totally. Was, yeah, you know, I completely agree. Yeah, um, fantastic. Uh, but he's, you know, the, the, the next the, the next problem. Of the year last year. So or sorry, I'm talking talk about Robinson. So oh, it's sorry, not as if, um, yeah, it's not as. Yeah, no, no, no issues with Mike Brabel, but um, yeah, Robinson came in before Brabel, yeah, um, and started to implement a lot of change and a lot of good and move the team in the right direction. And the 2019 draft is probably his best ever. You know, that's Jeffrey Simmons, AJ Brown, um, David David Long, and they uh, getting good good value out of those lower picks. Um, AJ Brown's done. Jeffrey Simmons is the next deal that needs to needs to happen now. Titans fans, everyone involved, want to make sure that guy gets paid or that guy sticks around um, because 100%. it's going to be a big contract. 
Um, yeah. um, that could be a factor. You know, we don't want to keep making the, these mistakes. No. Um, but yeah. you can you can you can acknowledge that someone's done a good job up to a po- good job up to a point, um, and yeah, he's he's basically he's fucked up the last couple of drafts during COVID. Now maybe they didn't have the right tools in place to evaluate players during COVID. I don't know, but that regardless, that's te- that's an excuse. Other teams managed to, yeah, other, yeah. Te- other teams managed to get decent decent hauls, didn't they? Um, yeah, so the, the twenty twenty and twenty one drafts were embarrassing. Um, yeah. 2022 TBD, but yeah, I, th- I think it's the sh- the timing is shocking. Yeah, but I've kind I kind of like I've always I've always liked Robinson. I've always think he's a, he's a good guy. He just he comes across well, um, but immediately my brain was saying, yeah, this feels like the right decision. Yeah, um, which says all which says a lot. I, mean, I agree with you. It's it's shocking timing wise. Considering your, you know, your position, but not shocking. Given, especially when you consider how you've played the last two weeks, and and you've had Vrabel make comments. You know, this is kind of, this is the turning point of our season now. This is now sink or swim. Um, it's it doesn't surprise me. It, it kind of surprises me that you don't see this sort of stuff more often in the NFL. But you just it tends not to happen much, does it? Um, yeah, it's really quite an unusual dynamic the way the way things have panned out. Yeah, I think it's it's incredible that we have seven wins. Yeah, it makes it makes me wonder if there's more going on behind the scenes in terms of other players that have expressed concerns, possibly to Rabel, possibly to the owner directly. That have you know we don't like what he's done either with what's going on personally or with what's going on how he like you know with AJ Brown going, um, and they've made a decision that the club needed a lift. And yeah. it felt like after two defeats, especially after that Philly game where a lot of it was about AJ Brown, it was you know now's the time to make a move, give the give the place a bit of a boost, give the players a boost, and move on from here. It's funny how a lot of the pressure's been on on Todd Downing, our offensive coordinator. Yeah, um, and <laughs> from you, you can understand <laughs> from me, but for, <laughs> in general from the fans, the media, um, but that yeah, exacerbated by the fact he got he got done for a DUI after the after the Green yeah. Bay game. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, it just it his his he's going to be safe for a bit, presumably, unless that's that's another bombshell that comes. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. I agree. You, you kind of you you make a decision, don't you? As a you know, in any sport, something's going wrong. You think right, it's this. You fix this. You don't generally fix everything at once. I mean, no. you, yeah, you might do, but not <laughs> not normally if you're seven and five. You just go. give it all. To, just give it all to Vrabel. He can do it. Give it a gigsy until the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> don't give it, don't give it a gigsy. <laughs> definitely, definitely not. Um, this this might be the longest I've ever talked Tennessee Titans um, without being stopped in the history of this podcast. So we we better we better move on. Yeah, let's move on quick. Let's talk about Buffalo. No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, we we can. You you haven't been here for you haven't been here for a bit. Um, you've been well. Um, you've been moaning about Buffalo and the fact that they're they're just winning. Um, yeah, they're not I, winning one, well enough for your liking. One of the, one of the things that was raised last week on the hundredth show is uh, I quite like the idea of Mark's knee jerk reaction of the week. Um, <laughs> that, uh, that is definitely something I can get on board with. By the way, um, and it's 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 odd because um, and like, yeah, especially Pat he's given me pelters recently for rightly. You know, yeah, well, 
It depends, doesn't it? And I, I, I get it. I get the dynamic of it. It's, it's a it's a stupid look that you, you know, your team's only, you know, eight and two or whatever it was, or seven and two or seven and three or whatever. And it's, I think it's just when the expectations are so high and everything you read going into the season is your Super Bowl favourite. Every week you see that you are number one in the power rankings. No one's stopping this offence. And then you find ways to lose two games on the on the bounce, having looked poor the week before. Um, it's like it just knocks your confidence in how good a team you are. And you've got to understand as well, as as with a few of us on the podcast, when you support a team that's been so close to winning the Super Bowl a lot of times, but hasn't for a long time, when you understand that there's a chance that you might have a team that's good enough of doing that, the disappointment when that starts to look like it might not, the team might not be as good as you thought, um, is it's hard to deal with. Um, you know, look, I get it. It was, do, we do, we, game... do we get like I, I, this? This makes me think of I, I don't know fandom of watching the NFL for as many years as we have. And we, yeah. yeah, we've done this podcast six and a half years as as we talked about last week. Um, but do we learn lessons from like knee jerking too much or not enough? As we watch, but... we watch our teams one week and uh, everything looks amazing, yeah. and we think, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. Nothing can stop us. And then the next week, it looks like absolute turd. Um, yeah, I think we've. I think sports fans in every sport, if you're passionate about something and you care about it, you, everyone is going to have knee-jerk reactions all the time to everything that happens. It's not going to. That's never going to go away. Sports fans are not rational people, on the whole. And Pre- present company certainly isn't. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's yeah, we're not we're not rational. We we have very very high highs and we have very very low lows, and it doesn't take much to go from one to the other. And um, yeah, it's so, you know I mean it's ridiculous. We put in a workman like ish performance against um New, against New England. I wouldn't say we played well by any stretch of the imagination offensively, but we did enough, um, which was great. And somehow we end up as the number one seed in the AFC again. It's, it's <laughs> amazing how that all works out. So yeah, every, everything this week's coming up rosy. You love it, but um, yeah, is it stupid to say we still didn't play all that well? <laughs> Probably because, because, because we didn't. Um, <laughs> but I, I I completely see where Pat's coming from, where he sees the Jags get whooped by the Lions, or well, where <laughs> I'm, I what what I've seen from the Titans. Um, and there are plenty, you know, with how many bad games are there in the NFL all the time? Um, yeah. And it's funny, like we, the Bills have been bad. The Titans have been bad in the time, in certainly in the year even we've been doing this. Um, oh, God, and yeah. it, it Maybe it's more frustrating when you're in contention because you see that as a like a limited window of opportunity. Yeah, and I, I think for me with the Bills, a lot of it is like a lot of the knee-jerkness is, is a reflection of last season when we had exactly the same thing. You know, we came out of the blocks, we were looking excellent. And then we had that wobble where we lost that stupid game to the Jags where we scored, where it was like nine, six or whatever it was. Um, and it was those games that cost us the number one seed in the AFC. And this year, 
everything was about after we beat the Chiefs, everything was about right. We beat the Chiefs. We've got to go and get number one seed. Let's have the entire playoffs through Buffalo. And then we stupidly lose to the Jets, somehow threw away against the game against the Vikings. And you think we're doing it again. We're finding ways to lose games. And all of a sudden, we're not looking that good. I'm sure Josh Allen's elbow injury comes into it a bit. Um, I think this break after the New England game is going to do the team the world a good. What I need to realise is that we're, as Bills fans, we're damn lucky to have this side. And that if we're finding ways to win games where we're not playing overly well, so long as it's that side of it, rather than throwing it away against the Vikings. And I think, I don't care who you support or what the situation is. I would, I can't believe there's any fan out there that wouldn't watch that game as a fan of the team that managed to find like six or seven ways to lose that game and not be fucked off with it (laughs) because it was beyond frustrating, believe me. Um, But so long as we win, if we're not playing brilliantly and we're still finding ways to win games, then that's, that'll do. (laughs) okay that'll do for now right here's what we're going to do we are going to bring the clock back we haven't done the clock in a while um we're going to do everyone everyone loves a good countdown everyone loves a good countdown except my phone's nearly dead so i'm doing it on my on my screen so the no no sound effects not that they work very well anyway Um, (laughs) four minutes on each division there you go or should we make it three Make yeah, it even snappier. Let's do three. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's um, rattle through it. Let's rattle through. Okay, uh, we'll start with we'll start with the NFC because we've just been talking about our own teams a bit too much as per um, NFC West. Three minutes on there. You want, you want to talk about your team's listeners? Do your own fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Um, <laughs> NFC just West. Don't do it, just don't do it on the on fancy, please. Definitely. No. no. That's not anything anyone will want to listen to. Christ. God, God no. All right, that's that's good. The 15 seconds into our NFC West chat. <laughs> uh, I'm not resetting the clock because Rich has, Rich has talked about it already. I mean, the, the Niners are looking pretty good. The Seahawks uh, are looking okay. Who yeah. who comes out on top? Um, it's all injury-related now, isn't it? They lost, um, obviously, with as you've discussed with Rich, Jimmy G going down. Massive amount depends on if Brock Purdy can continue his, his form. Christian McCaffrey looks like he's picking up a couple of knocks as well. But for me with the Niners, that that team doesn't look like the type of team that would is going to suffer from losing the quarterback as much as some other teams in the NFL would. Exactly, yeah, exactly what we were saying. Yeah, um, um, yeah. That, def- that defense can carry them a long way. I don't trust the Seahawks. I look at how they played... Um, in the game against the Rams, who basically their entire team is out injured. They found a way to win, but they didn't look good in doing it. Um, they've lost... That was an ugly but exciting game. That was a weird one. Yeah. Um, I think the the Cardinals are just something and nothing. And the Rams are potentially like at least a little bit interesting now that they've just traded or just acquired today Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I just think they're increasingly <laughs> desperate. Yeah. And it doesn't... Him and Sean... There's something about him and Sean McVay, though, that interests me. That Yeah, it's if... going to be it's going to be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's it's. I don't think it's going to be good. Because they're... Well, do you know, the, the thing about Baker, he's let down, from my perspective, I, I think he's let down by his mentality and his attitude. And 
I I still think there's a quarterback in there that's that's incredibly good. Um, you look how he was in his first season. You don't have that kind of first season and get the plaudits that come with it if you're a terrible quarterback. Something's gone on with him, and maybe maybe McVay's the guy to get out of him again. I don't know, but it's at least yeah, but it not not in relevant again. Not in the next four weeks, which is what, when they need a miracle from, to happen. <laughs> from what I, I like, if you read, if you believe the reports as of as of when we started recording, he's potentially starting this game. Well, I mean, who else are they? Thursday do? night football. I was <laughs> oh, it Thursday. Jesus, Thursday night. Yeah, <laughs> that's mental. Yep. Oh, that that's that's going to be a lot of fun. It might be a car crash, um, but yeah. I don't think they're they're not troubling anyone in the postseason anyway. No, no, um, it's the Niners. I mean, the Niners. For me, the as, as, as I as I said a couple of weeks, we're out ago, of time. Like, we're well, out of time. Well, so never know. We'll never know. There you go. Um, yeah, the it may become clear, um, listeners, listener, however many of you there there are plural, hopefully, um, that when I chatted to Rich, the Baker Mayfield news hadn't broken. And now it has. That may be very <laughs> obvious. <laughs> um, all right, NFC North. I mean, it's it's the Vikings and no one else. It would seem as as entertaining as the Lions are. Well, do you know what? As I will allude to in my one sentence um, one sentence preview coming up, they play each other this week, and there's like the, there's one thing that's surprising about that fixture. And um, I, I don't know. I like the Lions. I still think that I still think the Lions are a damn good side, and they're they're coming good. I don't know whether the Vikings are as good as ten and two suggests, but they've got enough of a lead to be they're they're sailing through that division, aren't they? No question. Well, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have that that home playoff game associated yeah. with it. They'll probably be the number two seed, almost well, almost certainly will be, I think, and. Oh yeah, Which... with them, like unless um, unless the Cowboys keep flying because the Cowboys are only game back, um, but I suppose they can't be, can they? No, if the if no, the division Eagles, if the Eagles stay up, then if yeah, won the division then, yeah, with Trump's then, it, well, yeah. they absolutely will be because everyone else is shite. Unless the Niners keep going, um, yeah, they'll be. But do you, do you trust? Like, I don't trust I don't the know. Vikings. I don't trust them. I think as soon as they play. A, a, like a relatively reasonable side, I think they'll be they'll be done. Like Kirk Cousins, they... Kirk Cousins could win a Super Bowl. Um, Kirk I mean... Cousins also could go zero and seventeen next year, and neither of those things would actually surprise. Like he, like anything could happen with him. Like he, yeah, he can win any game and he could lose any game. And play playoff football, you don't, you only need to string three wins, four wins, depending on if if you've got a buy, and that's that's a Super Bowl. It's not beyond the realms of possibility. Well, and they're at, they're far what, from favourites, but... You know. Look at what Stafford did in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Through, um, through, like, chucked together some really good performances and that was enough. But I, I, mean, still, it, I can't I can't see Cousins doing it. No, I, I, it would... It would it would surprise me. I just think it's not it's not impossible. Uh, they've surprised everybody this year, really. Yep. So, I mean, it was... Green Bay were... Green Bay were favourites and Green Bay... I mean, they've they've just beaten the Bears, but I mean, there's there's not much to be happy about there. Rogers is is on. That was on one. Knee, that was one knee jerk reaction after the week one that wasn't incorrect. Where we <laughs> said the Packers were finished. <laughs> In fact, I recall. Yeah, I recall quite some debate about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it very much so. Um, 
and it yeah it's, yeah, that, it's it, quite a I, 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 I think the the, the the most interesting team in that league in for me is is the Lions. I think that they've got the basis there of a, a good young squad that's going in the right direction, that believes in their head coach, that looks like at least next season that could be a division that's there for the taking. Okay, time's up. Um, another division done. This is this is just efficient. We need to do this. We need to do this more. Um, <laughs> It stops people like me talking about the Titans and you talking about the Bills for quite so long, um, just, <laughs> just as a as a rule. Right, what's next? NFC South. Oh, we alluded we alluded to Aaron Rodgers being finished and the Packers. Um, Tom Brady keeps teasing us that he might be finished, and then pulls out that win out of his ass from somewhere. <laughs> uh, just I, I don't I don't know. They looked awful for. 54 minutes of that game. Yeah. But maybe maybe that maybe that's more how bad the Saints are. Although I don't think Andy Dalton's playing that badly. No. No, it's a it's a it's, it's a, a very weird division. It's the worst division in football by a mile, I think. This it's just a really it's just four incredibly all average teams that can all sort of beat each other on their day, um, but aren't gonna trouble anybody. Um it's a weird one because none of them are picking first overall next year. It's not no. they're not that bad, but it's yeah, just a it's bit a... of a it's, it's just a bit of a dull. It's like you know how many times has the worst game of the week come at least featured one of the teams that is <laughs> yeah. in this division? Quite a few, and the, the Buccaneers I don't think are troubling the Super Bowl. By they're probably time. coming out of the division after certainly after I, Monday night. I would think so. Yeah, um, yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I still think Tom Brady's done after this year. I can't see him carrying on. Um, well, he's, he's got uh, no one to go home to, has he? Now? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's back on the market now. He needs to. He needs to get out there and find someone else. <laughs> maybe, maybe he needs more. To, oh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the Bucks Bucks get out of the division, but I don't think they trouble. Like I think the Eagles or someone like that would smash them. Surely, even Brady must recognise that. He's struggling, yeah, and he's gonna. Tar- he's not gonna tarnish his legacy, but you know what I mean. It's just you don't. You don't want to be an embarrassment on the football field. And that was they're, they're hard to watch at the moment, even oh, with yeah. they've still got a lot of superstars, exciting players, and they're not get. They're not having the the highlight moments that they were. As we've alluded to in the past, I think that Bruce Arians going was probably a bigger thing than Tom Brady staying, um, and. That is that I think mm. they're they're suffering with with coaching at the moment. They've because, like you said, they've still got a lot of big names. A lot of them have had a lot of injuries. Um, the the receivers don't look as fit to me. With Godwin's getting back to fitness, and this was probably his best game of the season so far. Um, but he's he's missed a lot of it through injury. Mike Evans injured a lot. Just just flashes, isn't it? And Flashes, where that, that used to be consistency. Rushing game, rushing game is basically non-existent. Um, and Tom Brady is not playing as well. The defense isn't the same as it was during their Super Bowl run season, even though it's a lot of the same names. They just it's I don't they're, they're just not a particularly great side. Mid mid table, they're West. Okay. Time's up again. Another division. Um here we go. NFC East. It's <laughs> it's interesting for once. And yeah. not just not just for the, the NFL media, it's interesting for other people. Uh, yeah. 
every single one of them is two games above 500. It's ridiculous. It's 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 amazing. The the Giants Commanders game in a couple of weeks has been flexed back into Sunday night football. <laughs> like, as if that would that needs to happen normally. Normally, yeah, normally it'd be there anyway. Yeah, it'd be there anyway. But that's how far <laughs> things have come. Yeah, the eagle the Eagles are absolutely incredible. Yeah, and look look unstoppable, which is of course means that they're gonna drop one next week because that, yeah. that's how these things work i mean they, they they may not drop one again um they they don't have that many banana skinny games coming up and they could they're going to be the number one seed in the the nfc i think yeah, I, easily I think so. and i think 24th of 24th of december christmas eve eagles cowboys is going to be a hell of a game um can't wait for that one Giants, who they play twice, the shines come off their run a little bit. They're now, whereas before they weren't playing particularly brilliantly, but finding ways to win, they're now playing kind of to a similar level. But they are now finding ways to the finding ways to lose games. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think it's. I mean, I I actually think bizarrely, I think the Cowboys are a better side. Um. But they've they've I, they've got yeah they've got better in certain position areas definitely yeah um, I think Dak is better than Jalen Hurts um, when they're both playing to the peak of their abilities. Um, if, I'm not sure that Dak is at the moment. I think Jalen Hurts is. That's that's one of the factors. Um, I don't know yeah, if Dak's think, fully fit. That might I be so, that might be an issue. So Dak Dak against the Vikings in the forty to three game a couple of weeks ago was was unbelievable. Played as good as well as I've ever seen him. The Colts game just gone. They obviously had a brilliant fourth quarter. Um, a lot of that, that's their defense. Oh yeah. Really? So, yeah. And that's the thing I think with you, you look at those two sides now, they're kind of very, very functional, flashy, exciting on offense at times, but both those defenses are, are amazing. Cowboys up front in the trenches are brilliant. I think the Eagles secondary is brilliant. Both, yeah, two very good sides. Both clearly going to come out of that division. The Niners might have something to say about this. The Vikings might, but Eagles, Cowboys, NFC Championship game could easily happen. So before the game just gone, I would say, that, like for me, it was the, I would, as I and that's, said that's, before, that's three minutes up, so we can <laughs> speculate all we want. <laughs> Uh, but, well, we can't. There you go. No, let's never talk about it ever again. <laughs> AFC West. Oh, what a load of bullshit hype that division had, <laughs> as it turned <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've, Chiefs. we've. I don't think. Let's not talk about the Chiefs because we've done that a lot, and they are comfortably the best, the best in that division. Probably the best in the AFC, if not the league. Yeah. Um, it's. Yeah, what's left? It was it was going to be. Remember, four, all four teams were going to make the playoffs from the AFC West. Um, I don't see any one of them, the others, doing so. No, um, the Raiders seem to be the form team if there is one. Yeah, so they. I think they've quietly won their last four or five. Um, I think they've still got a losing record. Which they do. Is, uh, yeah, um, it, the Broncos is the one that I, I don't think I will ever understand how that's gone as wrong as it has. They couldn't beat the Ravens, who didn't, who with without Lamar, who only got their 
tenth point right at the end. Yeah, I've I just I I will never understand how that team with the defense that it had before they traded away people on deadline day and the weapons that they've got bringing in if that you, quarterback if... it was it was perfect it was they looked like they were a team we'd all said before the broncos you know they're one of those teams that's a quarterback away from being a contender and then they bring in generally widely regarded as one of the better quarterbacks in the league you think that that's a match made in heaven but it's just it's appalling offensively it's terrible what's what's going to happen there i mean we've just, they, they're not they're not about to fire someone mid-season presumably but something's got to give i mean it's probably it's too late for this year yeah <laughs> i mean i would assume that they're i mean overall they must be i think they're what third or third or fourth bottom so they're gonna have quite a if they've got well, i don't know have they got a draft pick next year I can tell you, they maybe got, got, <laughs> got rid of get Wilson. They probably They'll traded it away. Seattle have a nice high pick then. Good for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because they've they've bet the house to get Wilson. It's failed. He's not going anywhere because of the contract he's on. It depends if, if the organisation that they're trying to sell as well, I understand. They, like the owners don't particularly want to hang around. Is is there a know. case that J- that John Elway is a problem there? Is because I'm assuming he's making some of these decisions from the GM seat. It's baffling. Twenty six twenty six seconds. I feel we should mention the Chargers in that time, who are just like exciting, flashy, but really inconsistent. Yeah, and I don't. That that's a weird one. They're they're probably going. They're probably on the up rather than on the down. But still, I would have expected more from them. Definitely. But yeah, that's how to run out of time without really saying anything. There we go. <laughs> Two seconds, one second. Um, AFC North. I mean, the the Bengals have got all the momentum at all the right time, looking really good. They've just beaten the Titans. They've just beaten the Chiefs, and beaten them well. Yeah. Or, or not 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 by a long way, but played really well in in both those games. Um, They've got Chase back. Uh, they've been without Mixon, who's I think back shortly. They it's... figured they figured it out on offensive line. They figured it out, which there was the the, the big problem that earlier was, on in the yeah. season and last season in the yeah yeah uh, yeah. Um, so they've they personnel changes. They made a huge amount during the off season, but they they figured that out. They're probably at the minute I think playing as well as anyone in the AFC. Um, if probably the best of anyone in the AFC. You look at the game that they had earlier on in the season where they played the Ravens and um, the Ravens beat them fairly convincingly. Um, I think they're just, their clubs going in completely opposite directions at the moment. Like the Ravens in the last two or three weeks, even with Lamar have looked really, really desperate on offense. This week he went out and they continued to look desperate. So they they both sit on the same eight and four record, but at the minute I can only see one team winning that winning that division comfortably, and that's that's the Bengals. Yeah, and it's 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 been quite a decent division actually, in in truth. The the Steelers have looked, you know, the post Big Ben season was never going to go well for them, but there's signs of signs of a bit of life there with Pickett. Yeah. Um, the Browns 
the well the story with the Browns obviously Deshaun. Yeah. Um. Him. Yeah. Him he had a big. Back. He had a big impact. Well, yeah. They they won. They won the game, which had nothing to do with him. In spite of him. <laughs> in spite of. Well, I don't know about in spite of him, but yeah, they everything they did that was good was their defense or special teams. Yeah. Who's got? Who I think scored almost all of their points. All, almost all the points. Yeah. It, well, for both teams, it was. Um, yeah, it was a bizarre game. But yes. Um, I don't. The Browns and the Steelers clearly aren't aren't going to trouble the playoffs. Ravens, I think, probably still will, but it'll be via the wild card. And Bengals win that division going away for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, do we want to have 30 seconds on the the farce and the circus that was Deshaun Watson's return to Houston? It felt a bit surprisingly under the radar in the Yeah, it was the I, coverage. I wonder if the maybe NFL deliberately. Did that. Oh, deliberately, yeah, completely. I think that they didn't want to make it a big deal. It wasn't wasn't a you know primetime game it wasn't even an evening game let's just it was called by Spiro Dedes yeah let's just get it snuck in somewhere get it done and and finished and they were probably grateful for the fact that he didn't have a brilliant game there we go time's up for the AFC North um, AFC South Um, we've we've talked about the Titans (laughs) enough Um, yeah they're they're winning that division by a mile Um, Texans are going to be first overall pick yeah, Jags. The, the, I feel like the Jags are a better team than four and eight. I I agree. I think they're a better team than Indianapolis. Yes, uh, but I, it, it's one of those things that they're they're so like they're not used to winning that they don't they don't know how. And when they do win, they can't string another one together. Yeah, yeah. The, the Lions. I don't know. The, I didn't see enough of that game, but Trevor Lawrence went down. Yeah, he came back into the game later. Um, that looked a bit of a an awkward injury. I was surprised to see him come back actually, but it they were well beaten there. You know, that was how... that was that was the Lions. It was the Lions' offense just completely overpowered the the Jacksonville defense. They couldn't find a way to stop them. Um, yeah, first three possessions of the second half they used to pull away, and that was kind of that was all she wrote. I I, I do think the the Jags are a better team than their record suggests. They just seem to find a lot of ways to lose games. The Colts, they're just, I mean, it, it's, yeah, barring a miracle, they're kind of waiting to for the for the end of the season. They need to shake things out again. Um, I don't think for what it's worth that everything's on Matt Ryan by any means. He just seems no. to have an impossible task back there. Uh, they've they've looked good in parts. Like that that game against the Cowboys was a weird one. They just imploded in the fourth quarter and they, they were <laughs> yeah. they were well in the game before that and yeah. hanging with Dallas. Like Almost to the point where I was sort of watching it, or I watched the forty-minute version, listening to to Rico and Collinsworth talk, like they were speaking about them almost derogatory, like in a in an unfair way. And I'm thinking, like, yeah. how they, how how dare they dream to hang with Dallas? Um, and <laughs> yeah. and uh, as it proved, <laughs> yeah, they were right. I was uh, I was wrong, but it did feel that they 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 could have got something out of that. They yeah, could have got something only- the week before against Pittsburgh. But I think it's it's. And the week yeah. before that, they only lost by a point to the Eagles. Like in the, yeah. Like one yeah. of the last, last, last plays of the game. It's yeah, they're they're a weird old side. Um, I don't, I don't like the idea of having Jeff Saturday as a head coach. It doesn't seem to make any sense to me. But if the one thing it does, if it's interim till the end of the year, yeah, hundred percent. Yes, fine. It, the one thing it does is that it gives them the opportunity to start sounding out 
options now. Um, from I, I read earlier on that they're after the Niners defensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, um, whose name escapes me. Well, he's just but, the next cab off the rank after Robert Sala. Isn't exactly <laughs> so, that. Yeah. Exactly that. Um, but that's that's someone who apparently they've been linked with. Seems to make a bit of sense. How many coordinators have they lost now, the Niners? Anyway, um, time's up. There we go. Um, one division left, the AFC East, which is which is one of the more interesting ones. It's one of the better ones, as it's turned out. Yeah. Um, I mean, it still looks like Buffaloes, but the Dolphins and and the Jets, even the Patriots, all of the all of them could make the playoffs. I still find it odd when I look at the AFC East because I'm so programmed for 20 years to look at it and it's the Patriots and then everyone else <laughs> yeah. with a shit losing record. And I'd like, it's still, I still can't deal with the fact that there's three good sides there and then the Patriots are last. It's bizarre. Um, yeah, they're all good teams. I think the Dolphins, we saw in their game against the Niners, that for me is more the Dolphins that I expected to see this season with Tua struggling a little bit, looking a little bit more inaccurate than he than he has done and put them up against a good defense and they couldn't get it done. Um we'll see if that's just a one off. But because they've they've made a lot of big moves and picked up a lot of players at trade deadline to a point where it kind of feels like they're going a little bit all in. That they yeah, think too, they've got too a early. shot. I, I I agree, yeah. It feels a bit yeah. too early. Um I'm still not hundred percent convinced with Tua. Um the Jets I don't, I don't know. I, I, I've, yeah, he's, he's another one. It's a bit like, I don't know if it's like Justin Herbert, if that's a fair comparison. Well, maybe interestingly, they're about to play each other, uh, but like, it feels like you, you watch him play one week and he really impresses you. And then it's a little step back the following week. Um, yeah. But gen- he- generally there's definitely improvement. Yeah. Oh, he's better, better this season than he was last. I'm just, I don't like, he was apparently the most accurate. Is, is it because he's left-handed and you do, and you watch the throwing action and you can't trust it because it looks weird? Hundred percent. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what the problem is. I, I, I say that in jest, but I do. I do. Like you look at him, and it doesn't like it doesn't seem to come natural. <laughs> no, because yeah. so few left-handed passes make it in the NFL for whatever reason. Yeah. That's yeah, that's I, got to be an off-season topic, but it's going to be it's the end of the AFC East the season because there's three decent sides in there, and because of the way that the NFL run the schedule now, there's going to be a lot of interesting fixtures. Like the the Dolphins have still got to play the Bills, the Jets, the Patriots. Um, so there's there's not many easy games for any of those teams left. The Which Bills is good. The cream to... the cream will rise to the top. We just yeah, don't yeah. yeah. It's yeah, not the Bills, obvious the Bills next... at this point. The Bills' next two games is the Jets and the Dolphins, so it'll be uh, we'll we'll see where the land lies after those two. We'll see how many how how many knee jerk reactions you can get in in that they'll, time. There'll there'll be a lot. Here's another knee jerk reaction: the Patriots aren't going to win another game. Well, time's up. Um, if you recall our bet, we I, I said they're <laughs> going to get nine wins. It's six at the minute. Yeah. So does that mean, does that make me closer by one? You said four. Did, did yeah. you say four? <laughs> I said four. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're both going to lose. Is probably yes, what's going to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because when you think about it, about seven or eight is probably around about right. No, I'm still. I'm, I'm digging my heels in. It's going to be nine. 
as I would allude to in my one sentence preview, they need to they need to start playing a damn sight better than they are at the minute. <laughs> oh, should we do that now? There you go. You've uh, you've introduced it. Um, let me get them in front of me. Yeah, one sentence previews. Here we go. As you said, you were right. Thursday night football is Las Vegas at LA Rams. The Raiders have quietly won their last three games and will fancy extending that run against the free-falling Rams. But does Maker does Maker Baker Mayfield make this one interesting? The Maker Mayfield. Maker Mayfield, as he will now be known forevermore. New York Jets at Buffalo. The most relevant Jets-Bills game in years, but you sense that the Jets are running out of some much-needed juice down the stretch. <laughs> but who knows? Jacksonville at Tennessee. The Titans are wobbling after two defeats of very good sides, so they'll be looking to get back on track against the inconsistent Jags. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Too much orange. Far too much orange. Twice every single year. Change it. <laughs> Minnesota at Detroit. The fact that the 5-7 and seven Lions start this game as two-and-a-half-point favourites against the 10-2 and two Vikings shows that at least one of these records is slightly misleading. That's bonkers. Isn't it? <laughs> Houston at Dallas. I don't think the Battle for Texas has ever been this one-sided. Even in the Oilers' days. Philadelphia at New York Giants. The Shiners coming off the Giants' record with one win in the last five, whilst the Eagles continue to soar. Another road win for the NFC's best team. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Potential banana skin for the Ravens here, especially if Nalar isn't fit. Um, maybe that's not even a fair way to look at it. Pittsburgh win for me. Kansas City at Denver. There is absolutely no physical possibility that the Chiefs do not win this game. <laughs> yeah. Carolina at Seattle. It's nearly a six-hour flight from Charlotte to Seattle, and it'll seem like a six-day one coming back. Tampa Bay at San Francisco. Bucks continued to look average, but will the loss of their second starting quarterback spell a downturn in fortunes for the Niners? It's Brock Purdy time. Miami at LA Chargers. This one was flexed into primetime and deservedly so. Two exciting young quarterbacks of two exciting yet not perfect teams. And finally, New England at Arizona. Generally no idea how the Pats have managed to win six games this season with an offence that looks a complete and total mess. Another shocking choice for Monday Night Football. <laughs> yeah, can't flex those. Nope. Because um, my God. <laughs> they, they seem to, that seems to be the new Thursday, if that's a thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, honestly. But Monday Night's been bad for a good few years. I think like it, it's the worst coverage as well. Uh, ESPN have uh, they have Booger like now they've got Buck and Aitman it's a bit better but even they're just like why do they do that thing with shrinking the screen like every other drive the, like they shrink oh. the screen and put loads of guff around it so you like, that's, if, yeah. if you wanted to know the latest basketball news you could go to Google for that you don't need to, <laughs> yeah. don't need to have this yeah and I also like I think that it, they, they've done to death, and I know it's not the same broadcast, but they've done to death the Eli and Peyton Manning thing now. I'm kind of sick of that. I've never, um, I've not really like a, a. You see clips of it. I've not watched a, yeah, watched it. it live, but yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't that's... mind them, but I can imagine that would get irritating quickly. Every every week, just watch along with the Mannings. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, it's good that they've got something to do. Yeah, bless them. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we do a? We didn't do it last week, but so we could try with money in in Steve Rains' memory. Um, Sounds like we... a good idea. It does sound like a good idea, except for the fact we've prepared nothing. <laughs> well, there are seven six o'clock games, and we could just do win or lose, or we could do against the against the spread. So let's do win or lose because that sounds easier when we haven't prepared or thought about it. Um, have you got the games in front of you? I do have the games in front of me. So we, um, in my list, because the Bills go at the top because they're my favourite team on the app I use. <laughs> um, it's the. It's Jets Bills. Bills start as nine point favourites. Um, we have to go with Buff- Buffalo at home, right? I know Buffalo at home. Yeah, Buffalo at home. I think I can't see. I'm I'm not picking the Jets in that game. No, I I, I would pick the Bills as well. But the the Jets are. Yeah, they. I feel that they're they're running out. As I said in my one sentence preview, running out of a bit of juice. Mike White being in, like, it's, it's all exciting and fun and everything, but they're going to probably lose more games than they're going to win at this point. Yeah. Um, they might have enough um, to to make it, but it's probably a year too... Hopefully Craig won't mind me saying it might be a year too soon for them. Fuck um, Craig, he's not here. All right. I don't care if he minds what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, that's Bill's. Um, next one is... Um, Ravens at Steelers. I yeah, I said this. I'm going Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, I, I I totally would agree with you. Actually, I think that the it's looking likely that Lamar's out. Um, they've last last two or three games, even with him offensively, they've not looked great at all. Um, Steelers for me as well. It's a weird one, Baltimore. Like I can't. Can't yeah. quite put my finger on it. Like they're always so well coached, or, or yeah. maybe maybe they've got a bit stale. Like the, yeah. there's been no no change in that regime in in living memory. But yeah, I don't know. Might be barking up the wrong tree. Lamar, like he he'll win you a game from anywhere. But yeah, especially if he's he's not playing. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Even if he was playing, I'd still pick the Steelers. Oh, there you go. We might we might find out. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll see. Um, Vikings at Lions. Like I said, the Lions start oh. this game as two and a half point favorites. Like, I could see them winning it. Like, I get, I, I get. I mean, I'd... favorites when you're playing a team that's just gone on the tear that the Vikings have seems yep. a bit weird. But would we be the... bold enough to to think that they could? Well, the Lions have won four of their last five. The only one they've lost is the. The overtime um, or the crazy defeat to Buffalo in on Thanksgiving. Um, at home, playing well, just had a massive win. I'll give you a counter. To Go this, for it. And that's the if the Lions are favourites, yeah, the Vikings would have better odds than the Lions. And if we're if we're torn. Going with the the team that's going to win a bit more money. Um, All right, Vikings then. Is that you follow my 
I, I, I get the logic. logic. Yeah, 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 I get the logic. And it seems stupid when, you know, we're picking against the team that's 10 and 2, thinking that the team yeah, that's 5 this and is 7 it. is going to do better. Like, you the know, Vikings gonna... should be the better team. Absolutely. Yeah. And let's, go, let's go Vikings. Let's not overthink it. Let's just go for the 10 right, and 2. Vikings. Team. There we go. All right. Okay. Um, Jags at Titans. I suppose we've got to go Titans there, Sean. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have much confidence about anything, really. But this is—I mean, if ever there was a get-right game for the Titans, it's this one. It should be, but it's—it's it's, you know where sometimes just being due a loss against somebody is enough to make you worried. And ah. yeah, like we haven't lost to the Jags in ages, and it's uh, yeah. Oh, but logically, yes, we should go for the Titans. Yeah, I think so. Um, Eagles at Giants. Oh, that's Philly all day long. All day. Yeah, definitely. Um, no point worrying about that one too much. Browns at Bengals. Um, again, that's let's not let's not discuss it. Bengals by mile. Yeah, unless Deshaun Watson just suddenly comes up with an up yours performance. Um I don't see it though. No, I don't. No, all me. Um final one, Texans at Cowboys. Again, I think that's a fairly easy call. Yeah, agreed. Um, Dallas, so that's that. Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Tennessee, Philadelphia, Cincinnati at Dallas. That's either just another loss or we we get six, seven pounds fifty out of our fiver. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't feel like there's many massive uh, massive upsets planned in there, is there? Well, do you know, even if we get seven pounds fifty, it's more than we've got up to this yeah. point. So <laughs> yeah. Let's give it a go. Yeah, just a win. Just a win would be nice. Get one in the W column. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, have we got have we got there? Um, any other NFL business? Any other breaking news? Uh, Nobody else no. has been fired while we've been uh, been talking that I'm aware of. No. Um Rams obviously, as we mentioned too, claimed Mayfield or or make a Bayfield off off waivers. Make a Bayfield. <laughs> Um, there's been a report um, that's come out that apparently Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't require surgery and therefore could return in the playoffs if the Niners make it still. Which is weird when Trey Lance could return for the playoffs. What are they going to (laughs) do? Yeah. There's a quarterback controversy all over again. (laughs) Three-way as well. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, he's now a seven to eight weeks out rather than okay. season ending, apparently. More news that's broken since I talked to Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That's um, all right. And also, um, final one on OBJ. He's obviously doing his rounds of visiting teams at the moment. And apparently, I'm bored. I'm bored of this. Oh god, yeah. Just just sign with someone and be shit, and then be cut. Because even like, it's, especially as like, I'm having to follow it a little bit with Buffalo being one of the three teams that he's visiting. Um, but apparently, the Cowboys fear that he's unlikely to be available until mid-January at the earliest because of his ACL, and that's putting them off signing him. And frankly, it should put off anyone signing him. The Cowboys don't need him. That's ludicrous. No. I mean, I'd I'd argue that Buffalo don't either. But... Uh, it's 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 a funny one, isn't it? Because both us and the and the Cowboys, they've got Michael Gallup, we've got Gabe Davis. Both are capable of making incredible plays, but can be a bit droppy. Gabe Davis this season, he does make some spectacular catches, and he's made he's had some really good games. But but his... you're not you're not going to get 2014 OBJ. No, off off that injury, you're not. No. Nobody is. I th- 
no, I assume that everyone thinks that they're going to get OBJ and it's that guy who came into the Rams, had that run during the playoffs where he was excellent in the playoffs last year up until the injury in the Super Bowl. Um, and that could potentially be a difference maker in the playoffs. I, I sort of get that. But do you like do you piss off and you disrupt the the offensive cohesion you've got already by bringing him in and trying to slot him in and, and make him fit into a system that he doesn't already know? I don't know. It's I, I feel like the team that could use him more than anybody else is the Giants, and that's why I still think he'll end up going there. Yeah, that's probably fair. Um, but I think the Giants probably need more help than him. Anyway. Yeah, but yeah, t- you're totally, you're totally agree. But it's just with the the history and the fact that you know they their receiving core is considerably worse than the other two teams in it. I think they will be more willing to throw resources at getting him than the other two teams will. There we go. OBJ not meaning the speculation when it's going to be out for January. Um. Yeah, <laughs> right. Any other business? Um, what would you like to rant about? I don't have a great deal, but you know. no, I'm not going to rant about anything. Actually, it's a bit, it's a weird one for me because I'm going to talk about the World Cup. And going into it, I was skeptical. Um, didn't like, obviously, where it is, and still don't like where it is for numerous reasons. Um, didn't like the idea that it was a Winter World Cup. Um, lots of things about, but ultimately, it, it basically looks the same on TV. So it's yeah. uh... <laughs> <laughs> quite um but it's been bloody brilliant actually and i think it's probably this this might be you know world cup knee jack reaction but i can't remember a group stage that i've enjoyed more in any world cup that i can remember um with if you consider the the shocks and the the last day drama that there seemed to be and every day it was almost better than the last um, that's been great. We've had more shocks today with, with spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, Spain getting knocked out on penalties. Um, there's still like the possibility of the game that everyone wanted, the Argentina-Brazil semi-final in one half of the draw. England is still in it and playing well. It's just been really, really fun and I've loved it. And I, I wanted to hate it based because of where it was, but actually it's it's been a, a really, really good tournament for me so far. I think it's it's yeah you you might do well the first game with that ludicrous offside where it's just like oh this seems fixed the whole thing just seems bullshit yes and then <laughs> and then you sort of you just watching you're just watching a football match and you forget it and all this all the stadiums look the same on TV and they just yeah. look like a like obviously they're not from the outside but when you're watching a football pitch and the hoardings around the side I mean, it could have been in Russia or Brazil yeah um, I listened to a I, you probably do i'm sure some of well, some of us do the podcast called football cliches and they were talking about the yeah i think the point where all the world cups just started to look the same on tv and that was maybe three or four world cups ago and it, yeah. it it's true like you you yeah the issues that everyone knows about about fifa being just corrupt from top to bottom i, I love that i love the fact that they've you know, Seth Blatter has has gone in disgrace and just just replaced by someone who's exactly the same, clearly, um, and not address the fact that despite acknowledging that it was clearly corrupt, Qatar getting the the, the World Cup, they still have it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing's changed. Nothing's yeah. changed. Um, yeah. But you know, it, it 
the spectacles there beamed around the world and yeah i'm not i'm not saying it should be ignored but it's hard it's hard to keep them in the same thoughts all the time when you're just like you're watching a penalty shootout and it's a world cup you're going to get hooked yeah. in you kind of yeah it's difficult to think oh well this this, this I, i'm really it's really exciting watching one of the, the like germany get knocked out oh but isn't it terrible that all the stuff that's going on and it you know and i get that that should still be at the at the forefront of people's minds all the time but you're right that when the when they kick off it's still just a football tournament that's happening and i've really enjoyed it um it's yeah it's been great because of the the shocks and surprises and the drama i, I love the fact that <clears throat> all the players seem to enjoy that it's all in one like almost in one city um so you know travel seems easier for them and i think that that's something that fifa will probably try yeah to but again, <laughs> again like russia the last ones in russia and you've got like a, an eight-hour flight between two of the venues or whatever exactly on yeah. tv no different doesn't no, matter no, 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 quite. <laughs> don't care yeah. um it's yeah it's just been it's been very very enjoyable watch and hopefully it continue although i do realize uh, i realized the other day that many many months ago um, we take the kids um, to like some Christmas light show to somewhere you're familiar with, Long Lake, that's relatively near where I live. And um, we've booked to go there on the 18th of December, which is World Cup final day. And Oops. <laughs> yeah. And if um, it's any of it on that on that boat. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they've got a big screen up where the uh, up where the gorillas live. England, England are kicking off. We're, yeah, we're aground. We're we're awaiting rescue. <laughs> yeah, God Almighty. Um, so yes, if like there's already been arguments about it in my household about what we do if England make the final. Um, Excellent. Because she was yeah because you know <laughs> her point was well he's still going to go. This is the kids' Christmas thing. But like you th- if you think England are in a World Cup final, I'm not going to watch it. You clearly haven't met me. <laughs> also, having these very arguments when there's when we know deep down that England won't be in that game. That's <laughs> that's sort of where I am. <laughs> but but it, it's weird, kind of being in a position where it's like you know, if we make the final, that causes me a massive headache. But also, it means England are in a World Cup final, so it's really <laughs> it's a really bizarre yeah. thing to worry about. Oh, so, it, it, coming also, out coming out the group, I. This seems ludicrous looking back. Um, I did. I almost didn't want England to win the group because if they won the group, it was going to clash with Titans at Eagles. Uh, <laughs> and in in hindsight, who, who cares? What, but what was it? What was a more fun watch? Well, it, do you know the that Titans Eagles game spoiled any enjoyment I would have had at England winning a convincing World Cup game. Yeah. Like it was like I had both on at the same time. And yeah, I should be set I should be really happy about that Harry Kane goal. Yeah. We're punting again. again and AJ Brown's <laughs> just stuck his middle finger up at me. Little yeah. most almost literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> but just yeah on the, the 18th of December the World Cup final it's my dad's birthday. I was talking to him today about like Oh, should we? Like he because he he's not a football fan. Like right. he uh, doesn't actively hate it, but he doesn't. He won't watch. He won't watch it. Um, so like, oh, we could do something on the Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's twigs. 
No, I think <laughs> anyone who's organising events on the 18th needs to either show the game or expect numbers to be less mm. if England are there. At least I think it's at three o'clock on that day. Yeah. So at least it won't clash with. Which is exactly when we're booked to arrive at Longleat, by the way. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't have got it more wrong. Looking forward to how this is going to play out. Um, A very very quick other business from me. Um, You, if you're a Facebook or a Twitter user, you'll be, as a bloke, because there's a clear, obvious trend here, you'll get, well, Facebook, you'll get friend requests from time to time from fictitious hot looking women who obviously won't actually be hot looking women. They're just using pictures of them. Um, Wait, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Have you sent that money? Um, to, uh, <laughs> yeah. To, to someone sitting like a, a guy called Fred sitting in his, his, his pants in America somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, you'll get these things from time to time. On on Twitter, there seems to be, um, do you want a part-time job? Constant direct messages. I don't know if you're getting that as well. And like big group messages and just, just like scans. Or, anyway, I've started getting them on WhatsApp. Yes. Is yeah. it, for, it, me, for me, it's a lot of, um, like it's a Chinese number and it's uh, we sell all these like things in this shop and it's like plates and stuff. Yeah, I get loads of them now. But a lot of it, like they all say, like register business. They're normally mine are normally UK numbers, but oh, okay, not not exclusively. But it's it's it's. I think it's just like a similar thing, like trying to pretend to be an attractive woman chatting you up. Um, but yeah. like it's two or three in the last day, that sort of rate. Like mm-hmm. I'm not. It's one of those things that you think, well, how have they got my number? But you could just WhatsApp random phone numbers, couldn't you, if you're a scammer? So this is this is neither here nor there. I guess I would I would usually in that kind of circumstance, you would have it will be that they your number has been registered to something and they've sold the data to somebody, um, and that data has been passed down. That's usually what happens. Um, It's shit, but unfortunately, every company that has data makes money from it usually, or if they or they're hacked or whatever. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, it's crap, and it's a shame that it's finding its way onto WhatsApp. I had one recently. I had an email recently. One of those. Uh, I've got your search history. Ah, they're always fun. <laughs> and, and send me all this money, or I'm going to send your search history to all of your contacts. <laughs> good, good for you. You go for it, because they all know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing because about my search history would shock anyone. Because their search history is exactly the same. <laughs> I saw a good, good little clip today of you know like Spotify Wrapped that's been doing the rounds. Um, it's yeah, yeah, Google Incognito Wrapped for your year. <laughs> it's quite entertaining. <laughs> yeah, that's that's always good. I've seen one of them. Um, yeah, there's 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 a lot of good ones going around. The Spotify Wrapped thing I find odd because normally we go like out of our way and everyone everyone's like suddenly appalled by my phone's listening to me it's tracking what i do how dare all these things like not respect my privacy and delete everything and then the same person like oh look this this app suddenly knows that i've listened to this song 35 times in the last year isn't that great but if you've got spotify family or apple music family it will tell you that your your most popular artist is whoever did baby shark (laughs) (laughs) thanks for that (laughs) 
I saw um I saw one a good one that said uh Spotify rapped is like, oh wow, girl, you're a pioneer, you're a trailblazer. No single genre can contain you. The essence <laughs> of you cannot be defined by the language you speak. Oh, by the way, your top artist is Ariana Grande again. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Have we t- have we gone for long enough? We've definitely gone for long I've enough. Definitely gone. Definitely have you. There's just two of us. Um, well, we won't. We won't. It won't last as long. Yeah, we'll get through it. Um, it's just as well we only did three minutes on each division. <laughs> Yeah. How long have we been recording for? There used to be a little clock and now it's disappeared. Uh, uh, nearly an hour and a half, plus plus 22 minutes with Rich. It's going to be a long one. Strap yourselves in. Although if you've got this far, you've already been strapped in for far too long. So let's definitely get out of here. Um, yeah. yeah. Some of it will be. It might be back next week. Episode 202. <laughs> Which is what everyone aims for. <laughs> Absolutely. Go well. Cheers. I don't think we have ever gone over two hours. That needs to be the next thing. Yeah. Half hour quiz. Half hour quiz, we'd easily get there. Yeah, let's do it all. Bring it on. <laughs>